Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode is John Tron. My name is Jimmy, and there was an abandoned storage room in college with my friends and I dubbed the Creepy Room that almost all my videos I filmed featured a scene in there. My name is Dan, and in high school I got suspended for handing out literature about a fake Batman religion created by a friend. <laughs> My name is Jeff, and I used to be obsessed with Tim Horton's peach drink. One time I drank an entire bottle, peed in it because it was pea-colored, put it in the fridge, and told Dan that it smelled peachy. He opened the cap and sniffed my pee. I think we wanted to fight each other, but instead we chased each other around our friend's backyard. Boys will be boys. Wait, I was chasing? I thought Jimmy was chasing you. I don't remember Not who was chasing Jimmy, who. our friend Jimmy, a different Jimmy. Yeah, but... But there was a there was definitely a half filled uh, bottle of Tim Horton's peach drink with my urine and yeah. I put it in there. So like when I handed it to you, it wouldn't feel warm. It would feel cold. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, man, this is so peachy. Try some. And you're like, I didn't want you to drink it. Obviously, I was like, smell it. And you put it near your nose and you were like, ah. <laughs> and then we got you got so mad at me i think we were trying to fight and like either i ran outside or i had the bottle and i was chasing you i don't remember yeah yeah you're I just mixing this there up being a, so there was, I was being a chase i was mad but then immediately we decided to to try to prank the same prank on our friend jimmy we were at his house so i put yeah, it back we in were the recording. refrigerator and we did the same thing to jimmy and then you chased him around the yard with it and he was running away from <sighs> you Two of our half memories form a whole, yeah. and that's the story. <laughs> wow, dude, that, uh, are you talking about the, uh, Jim, you might have to, you definitely bleep out what I'm going to say. Are you talking about the bow Bible? Yes, I am. <laughs> that was, uh, the person, the friend you're talking about uh, is like one of the two people in my life I had a falling out with, and I, I think he's a terrible person, but that was one of the weirdest things I think that ever happened yep. in anybody i know's life yeah it was a little pamphlet that he made up and i designed the logo for which was <laughs> we can just call it the bow bible i guess yeah the logo was the bat signal like the bat from the middle of the batman bat signal <laughs> pinned to a cross and <laughs> it was a little pamphlet that he printed out like a hundred copies of and he started but it was on... like 10 or 12 pages yeah and there was there was hundreds of pamphlets. Yeah, and he put them on the windshield of everyone's car at the high school, and the <laughs> mall, dude. I think he almost got yeah. like arrested for that. It was very. And it weird. wasn't even funny. No, it, it was, was just like, like weird inside jokes and stories. Yeah. So if you read it not knowing the the background, it just didn't make any sense. It just it was like a manifesto of a crazy person. Yeah, it was just nothingness. <laughs> cool man i forgot about that and as soon as you said it, i just died inside <laughs> jimmy me yeah. dan any of us do we have any reviews tweets emails anything like that you go jeff all right i got a text from a friend and i'm just gonna read the text because it was out of nowhere uh, i don't really talk to this friend much but we're friends i assure you um it says Hello, Jeff. It is Josh. I am using speech to text while driving, so this may not look right. Any hoozle, I was listening to your podcast and greatly enjoying it and heard your comment about a legendary parking area in Upper Manhattan somewhere like that. Can you please bestow upon me the legendary coordinates so that I may search by in close proximity to the holy zone that you have spoken about? Thank you. I love you. Stay safe in these trying times. I also love your podcast. Keep it up. 10 out of 10. First of all... um. I think that it's impressive that he was using speech to text and it correctly translated any hoozle. Yeah, that, I was that's just going to say that. Like, how many times is he typing any hoozle to where his phone is like, <laughs> that is the correct word that you are seeking? Knowing him um, a lot. 
Yeah, I know. So I, I, I told him the area. This was a little bit before everything was uh, locked the hell down. And uh, it was very, very kind of him to uh, say nice words about our podcast. We exchanged a few more texts um, congratulating each other for how glorious we are. And that was it. But thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening. Yeah, he's a big listener. I talk to him about episodes frequently. No, oh, that's, that's good. We also got a tweet from my father, Six Star Brian. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> our podcast is so like insular. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, he sent a tweet to us, five stars, great episode and stories. He's referring to the creative writing episode. Yes. One of your most entertaining, keep up the good work. So I re- I replied to that saying, yay, six, six stars, because he's six star Brian. Mm-hmm. And then I said something about being five star Brian on Instagram, and he immediately got mad at me. He replied <laughs> saying, I'm six star Brian. <laughs> well, they put six the stars, stars, dude. He's, I, I'm calling you six star. Like, make up your mind. He's into it. <laughs> he's six star Brian, but he's only leaving five star reviews. So there's I a hope- po- there, oh, I was is, just going to say that I hope that people actually enjoy like all of our insular shit. Just sort of like, oh, six star Brian. We got five star Sean. We got all of our friends that are calling in. Like, oh, all of sure our inside jokes. I mean, the amount of listeners we have, which is an astronomical amount. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, truly, totally. the, truly the greatest listenership in podcast history that I can tell you. Um, yeah, but we do have a poll on Twitter. I don't know how long it's saying open, but we asked... Uh, listeners to vote on their favorite story because uh, for a creative writing episode we each wrote a story and uh dan what are the current results well first off i will tell you that by the time this episode airs it will be closed by a long time because <laughs> that's true yeah as of today which i don't even know the date thanks quarantine um april something teeth yeah. i don't know it's the 11th it's uh it's only got basically two days one day and 19 hours left um and as of now, I am in the lead. My story is winning with 57% of the vote. Jimmy is in second place with 43% of the vote. And Jeff is bringing up the rear with 0% of the vote. <laughs> no, that's that's right, though. Like, you shouldn't vote for me. Mine was not the best. Like, but it's definitely the third best. Like we, I voted for Dan. Yeah, I voted for Dan's, too. I voted like... for Dan as well, which is kind of shitty, but <laughs> I liked it the best. Jimmy's was really good. Like, I I would vote for Jimmy if I could, but like, don't vote for me. If you liked mine, fine, but you're wrong. I mean, I'll take the vote. But like, it's definitely one of those two guys for sure. It's hard because if it was like a tiered ranking system and you could vote for three and you just chose your top second and third place. You'd have some votes, Jeff. I mean, they'd probably all be third place votes. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm going for the copper. Yeah. You know? Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know if I've won, but I'll give a victory speech anyways. Thank you, God. That's my speech. <laughs> oh, wow. Right right up yeah. there, huh? Why, why mention anything else in a quick speech? And also, if you want to read our writings, uh, they're posted somewhere. It'll be in the show notes. We haven't done it yet. But by the time this episode comes out, um, you can definitely read our stories. And if you want to write your own... Right, we'll we'll post the prompt. You can write a short story, and we'll read it on one of these uh, one of these review segments here. It'll be yeah. fun. We'll read anything you send us, and and you can get that in by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can send yeah, us- send us recipes. We'll read those. Yeah. I love recipes. I'll even print it out and add it to my recipe book. Send an email, uh, talkmeinto at gmail Send us a tweet at talkmeinto. All that good stuff. If you feel so inclined. Thank you. Jeff with five S and number 27. (laughs) It's the worst catchphrase ever. I want to put it on a shirt. (laughs) This is the part of the show where we're toy boys. T-O-I talk ourselves into. We're telling everybody what we've been talking ourselves into lately. It's not an entire topic. Could be something stupid, silly, weird. Maybe we're talking ourselves out of something. I don't know. Talk ourselves out of would be too, uh, I don't know. Anywho, uh, yeah, recently, haven't been doing much, uh, obviously. So one of the things I've been doing is watching more TV than usual. And sometimes I don't want to pay attention to something because, like, I've been binging some shows, watching some movies with the Mm -hmm. wife. Um But sometimes I just want background noise while I'm playing a game on my phone. So I've been watching more Pluto TV. Have you guys heard of this? Yes. 
sounds familiar, but I can't think of what it so is. So it's it's a free app. I have a Roku TV. I'm sure you can get it anywhere. It's on my phone too, but it's it's television that's free pretty much. Um, there's a lot of commercials, so it's kind of annoying. But there's super specific channels on there too. So it's not like you're not selecting videos to watch. You're literally just like changing the channel. Um, you can't record stuff or anything. So it's just like live TV, like the early 1990s. Um, but there's like, there's a channel called Totally Turtles that just plays nothing but 2003 and 2012 episodes of Ninja Turtles. There is a Doctor Who channel that plays all classic Who, which are is they really in any cool. sort of order or are they just random? Uh, by category. So they have like news. Comedy. No, but I mean like, like, so you're on the Ninja Turtles channel. Are they showing chronologically the episodes of Ninja Turtles? Um, from what I've seen, if they have multi-part episodes, yes. So like classic who, right? A lot of what that was, was like five episodes, six episodes storylines. They'll play that all through, but then the next, it might be a fourth doctor story. They play six episodes in a row. Then the next one's like a third doctor. So it kind of changes it up. And there's like a game show channel like supermarket sweep. My wife loves that. We just watch the hell out of that when it's on, uh, you know, but there's cool stuff. There's weird stuff too. There's like a channel that's just trains driving through the european countryside oh. um there's one that's uh just like girls in bikinis dancing for three minutes and then it goes to a different girl it. it's really weird but you know it's pretty cool there's a channel that just plays james bond movies uh hmm. it's it's just cool to have in the background if you don't really want to pay attention you just want something on maybe you sleep with a tv on uh, you know, you could put on one of these channels and it never ends it just keeps going on and on and on it's a, a pretty question. cool app yeah um, I might you have to said, check that out. You said there's a lot of commercials. Rank it as far as like the number of commercials compared to Hulu versus a regular live TV cable. Probably TV. regular live TV. It's closer to that. Yeah. It's just annoying because depending on the channel, like for instance, I mentioned a Ninja Turtle one, every commercial break, they'll play the same bumper. That's like, mm. it, it just gets really annoying because it's not even different commercials. Mm. So it's like the same kind of channels it's or so sometimes there, sometimes there won't be a commercial and we'll just be like this pluto tv like logo that spins for a couple minutes it's kind of weird it's so funny <laughs> how lazy we've gotten as a culture like i know for a fact that you have all that shit on dvd and you could watch it commercial free in <laughs> order oh yeah yeah no but, but I, I also just, don't I, blame you because like yeah, yeah. a few days ago I have stopped making sense on Blu-ray in my basement and I was laying in bed <laughs> contemplating watching it on 2B TV with commercials rather than go downstairs <laughs> to get the Blu-ray. Well, I mean, they also like there's like several MTV channels there's, like MTV comedy and it'll play Beavis and Butthead episodes. And then there's like MTV game shows or I think it's called like guy code or something stupid. And it's yeah, like oh, yeah. the old dating games like next. That's super cringy to watch. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's fun, dumb, easy entertainment when you're locked inside your house. That sounds dope. Jimmy, what are you talking yourself into? Oh, uh, I am talking myself into a game that recently came out. No, it's not Animal Crossing, although that, that has been uh, consuming my life. Mm. But uh, that, which came out on the same day, which is sort of like a meme at this point, is uh, Doom Eternal. Um, oh. So it is the new Doom game that came out. It is a, a sequel to the game that came out in 2016 which is kind of a reboot but it definitely like sort of brought the franchise back to its roots because like the first two games are pretty fast paced like you're you're uh you're slaying some demons and uh oh so they just you, like you, disregard doom 3 were there any games yeah. after doom 3 um no i don't think anything came out after doom 3 you know what i watched um, there's a movie on netflix called uh doom annihilation and it's i heard about that incredibly terrible i just it was one of those yeah. things i just put on to have something on in the background yeah really, I worse, heard that was worse really than the one with the rock it's real bad <laughs> yeah um i like doom 3 i think we've talked about it we before. have yeah it was, it was a good game um but this definitely brings it back to more faster pace and um it's sort of they sort of make uh doom guy or the doom slayer sort of like he's basically like just like this big old tough dude who's just not going to take any shit like he's basically like duke nukem now it's, uh, i don't know if you guys played any of that uh trump thinks of himself in his head yeah pretty much um eternal came out and it definitely plays a little bit differently than uh the 2016 one but it, it's 
definitely expanded upon the world a little bit more um now you're back on earth the demons are taking over the earth so you have to like literally save the earth and it has like these big like vistas where it's showing like these huge like demons walking the earth and stuff and it's pretty cool and it's a fun game but it is difficult as all hell <laughs> it is one of the hardest games i ever played and um i'm literally playing it on easy is it worse than dark souls uh there's some dark souls moments in that um there's there's this one demon that's called the marauder who you have to shoot at one specific moment when his eyes flash green and like sometimes it could be hard to to see when that's happening and it's very annoying but it's also makes the game a little bit more difficult oh that's like um, gorf in the final level you have to shoot the mothership at a specific time and once you break through then it's easy but oh that first shot is hard yeah yeah, yeah. So it, it's been pretty difficult, but uh, I played it on easy and I did actually complete it. And um, I'm sort of thinking about possibly going back maybe at like medium to hard difficulty, seeing how far I can get. But uh, it's still a fun game and I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm happy that they're, uh, they're keeping on with the franchise. All right. So, uh, Dan, what are you talking yourself into? So I've been talking myself into a new podcast that is related to a series of comedy sketches that I know Jeff and I are big fans of, and I don't know if Jimmy is. Uh, I have been listening to, oh, hello, the podcast. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't listened to it yet. It's so good. Jimmy, are you a fan of Oh, Hello? I've seen uh, sketches. I don't think I've seen that. I haven't seen the um, the Broadway play. Dan and yeah. I um, went there. We saw it on. Yeah, Broadway. I heard that. Um, yeah. But I like both those people. I love John Mulaney. I really like Nick Kroll. Um, but uh, yeah. I've heard the podcast is pretty fun. So it's a reoccurring sketch that has been on a lot of different things. It's been on Kroll Show, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Comedy Bang Bang, and the, uh, the theatrical run that you talked about. It's a... Uh, Gil Faison and George St. Geegland and uh, the, the podcast is basically uh, they have gone to the producers of This American Life and Serial and pitched their own <laughs> podcast, which uh, the thesis of the podcast is, where were you when Diana died? <laughs> so the entire podcast is trying to explore and recreate the events leading up to princess diana's death which they have determined to be the greatest national tragedy of our lifetimes That's <laughs> which funny. uh what's his name from this american life jeff ari glass yeah he ira glass ira, ira glass, glass is like i, I was would... ari fleischer george w bush's <laughs> press secretary Ira Glass is like, I would argue that 9-11 is the greatest national strategy of our lifetimes. And they're like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> so there's only been um, a little teaser, which I encourage everyone to check out. It's only like a minute long, but it's unlike a lot of podcast teasers. It's almost all new content that's not in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So check out the teaser. And then there's been one episode and it is it's remarkable. It's so good. It's totally spoofing and parodying the highly produced podcasts like Serial and S Town awesome. and stuff like that. That sounds good. It's it's really funny and it's I'm sure it's going to be a quick listen. Like each episode, the first episode was only like an hour long. Now really, was really it good. was it done as well as the This American Life and Serial parody that I did? That's on Patreon called Who Farted. <laughs> It's almost as good as that. Almost as good. Yeah. But you should check that out. It is on our Patreon. But I love how they keep like growing these characters and um, like Gil Faison. uh, I forget which one is Nick Kroll. I always get the names mixed up. Uh, He's Gil. Yeah. Yeah. So George St. Geeglin always introduces himself. I'm George St. Geeglin. And this is Gil Faison. And, And as an obsessive tick... Gil Faison has to say Charmed I'm Sure after his name. Gil Faison Charmed I'm Sure. And, and sometimes like it'll come up quickly and he just like murmurs it and it's a reoccurring gag that's so good. I don't know why. I just nice. love those characters. Yeah, I think they only announced it like a week or two ago. It, it's definitely on my radar. I yeah, want to check it out. It. John Tron is an American YouTube man who uh who does videos that are sort of uh sketch comedy slash reaction slash review 
he he's an interesting boy um he is a very funny youtube tuber that i've been watching for a few years and he is also co-founder of a youtube channel that both of you know game grumps oh Uh, Oh, jim what (laughs) he is the original not so grump uh to uh game grumps but i'm not having you guys watch any game grump stuff no you're having Um, us watch the game grumps failure (laughs) drop out flunky whatever (laughs) he left uh he left game grumps so he can focus more on his main channel and do videos and i think it's been it's paid off for him very well um he's a very funny dude um he originally started off doing reviews and like um sort of like reactions to games uh video games early on but he's sort of like branched out has been doing like weird videos that he finds on youtube or like weird obscure movies um i think i'm gonna have you guys watch the video where he's reacting to a talking cat question mark exclamation mark question mark um it's a very funny video i think you guys will enjoy it um i'm assuming that you guys have zero exposure um so yeah, I know you you guys both don't like the name, and uh, I don't think he's quite fine of his name either. So I just sort of picked it randomly. I've never even heard of this. When you said Jontron, I read it as John Tom, which is our family's <laughs> nickname for my older brother because there's multiple Johns, and his middle name is Thomas, so his <laughs> short name is John Tom. And I was like, why are you talking me into my brother? I already dig the dude. Like, he's cool. Yeah, I'm just going to be talking you into your brother that I've never met, and uh, it's going to be cool. I've met him. He's pretty um, cool. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, so this is going to be interesting. I, I'm actually pretty optimistic about this. I think you guys will find him pretty funny. Um, he is, he definitely has a very specific type, like brand of humor. Um, and, uh, the videos are kind of long. So I think I'm going to make the playlist pretty short. The videos are like 20 to like 10 minutes long. That's fine. That's usual for YouTube videos. We've done YouTube topics before. Yeah um so uh yeah i think you guys are going to enjoy it i really hope so so and uh let me just ask you a couple questions or maybe just one sure. question you mentioned that like we've we saw game game grumps before you can listen to one of our earlier episodes listeners if you haven't already and you kind of pitched it to us as like video gamey but then we watched it and we were like oh this is like more than just that yeah what exactly like what kind of videos are you going to be putting on the playlist? Like what topics are like, are they game reviews? Is it just sketch comedy that has nothing to do with video games? I just, I want to know a little bit more about him before we dive into the playlist. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm probably going to have you do like maybe like a movie. And then there's like a a couple of videos that are just like, oh, there's this weird video where I'm going to be reviewing it and like sort of reacting to it. But his reactions are obviously like scripted. It's all scripted material. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's cool. So, um, yeah, it's it's sketch comedy. It's essentially sketch comedy where he's reviewing and reacting to different things. Well, I like sketch comedy and I like YouTube men. So, yeah, scared. I'm scared, but I'm open because some of the episodes we've done where I'm like, "Ah, I don't know about this. I ended up really liking or like more than I thought I would like red letter media. I was like, "Ah," and then I liked it. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, My my ultimate goal with this is trying to get Dan more exposed to YouTube because I have a question, Dan. (laughs) I agree with you. (laughs) Do you have the YouTube app on your phone? Yes. Oh, you do. That's actually quite surprising. Because I did not think that you would. I don't open it very often, but do you have it on your TV? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm more know. inclined to watch things on the on TV. Like in I our previous, do too. Yeah. Previous little Dicky episode, I watched all those videos on YouTube on my TV. Okay. All right. So you're doing better than I thought you were. But my <laughs> ultimate goal is to get Dan more into YouTube, where he's watching it on a weekly to daily basis. And uh, what if I was goal... to tell you, not to interrupt you, Jeff, but what if I was to tell okay. you that I already am. I have what frequently are you watching? been watching Hot Ones episodes that I, that I haven't oh, seen before. Oh, wow. Successful. Okay. And I also watched, mm, I don't remember, but something else that we talked about. Oh, um, I watched a couple more of the First We Feast videos uh, that aren't Hot Ones. And I've also right. been watching Maddie Matheson's YouTube channel, which I, I forgot figured, the name yeah. of. Jeff, do you have the name for that? Just a dash. Just a dash. Thank you, Jim. Just a dash. Yep. <laughs> um, my my goal with doing all these YouTube topics is for Dan to like YouTube enough to where he's bringing a topic to us to talk us. Oh. Into, where he By just way, I love how Jeff, some weird shit I've never heard of. 
I love how Jeff's what? teamed up with Jimmy on one one or two YouTube topics, and he's like, "My goal in bringing all these YouTube topics." Yeah, yeah, no, clearly, like, yeah, I think it was Jimmy. His... No, I brought I brought two topics to the table. Jimmy brought. I think this is his fourth. He's brought third or maybe? fourth. Yeah, third or fourth. Yeah, till I so hit you we... guys with my YouTube topic. I'm kind of scared because it'll be like something that I hate, like making clothes, and I'm like, ah. I don't <laughs> honestly like YouTube the problem channel? with me is I'm not exposed to any like YouTube channels like Jimmy says Jontron and he just knows what that means. My yeah, exposure you to YouTube is like shit. searching for like the clash live. That's like how I use YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's a lot of good music YouTube channels too, like music theory or like they just have like local bands playing live at some place. Um, I don't know. YouTube's a, a great, great thing, guys. You heard it here first. YouTube's great. So when we come back, I'm going to hand off this playlist that I'm making for the boys. And uh, I'm going to, I, I'm calling it now, I am talking Dan and Jeff into JonTron. Because I feel like this is a very large uphill battle, and I'm going to bring it. I don't think it's going to be uphill for me. But then again, I don't know. I might loathe it. But we'll see. Yeah, it's true. Great. So we'll see you guys in two weeks from my kitchen, probably. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Goodbye. Jonathan Matthew Tron. Nope. It's not his the name. Full name. It's not it's not his name. Is his name even John? Yeah, his name is John. John I watched, I watched all this and I don't even know if his real name is John. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, Jimmy uh, curated a playlist which you can find in the show notes. Or you can just search YouTube for Talk Me Into John Tron and the playlist shows up there. Yeah. I Ooh. found out. Um, and the first video, let's just get into this, guys. I don't know how do in-depth you want to get, but the weird world of PSAs. Um, I took a lot of notes, but I don't think I needed to because I didn't know how many videos he's going to show. <laughs> this thing has 17 million views. That is crazy. Right. And that's a lot. When I first started watching it, I was hoping that they would show a clip from, I believe it was called Straight Up. It was about an elevator and a magic headband. And they played it in middle school all the time. Yep. Mrs. Vaz showed it to oh, us. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Pernicky showed it to me. Uh, yeah. Give me that headband, ah, headband, headband. headband. Yeah, head. But they didn't show that. So I guess it wasn't a PSA. It was just like an anti-drug yeah. campaign video. It was dope. Oh, yeah. That was long. That was like a full Yeah, video. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, Jimmy, how do you want to do this? Just like talk about highlights, go in order. Uh, we can go in order, but uh, it, just give me your guys' impressions of uh, the the format of his videos. Overall, I liked it. It sort of reminded me of, um, okay, this is going to be like a weird pull, but have you guys ever seen Dave's old porn? No. Nope. It was a series, I believe it ran on Vice years ago when Vice first started. Mm -hmm. It's Dave Attell. Uh, playing clips of old porno videos that he liked and you don't actually see things a lot of his blurred out yeah. or carefully edited but it's just like him playing clips and just commenting sort of like like this like mystery science theater right. but not long form just little clips here and there this started when uh like quote reaction videos started getting pretty big and uh well i yeah. guess he was doing it before then because reaction videos yeah. started getting big again like like four or five years ago that's when uh h3h3 started getting pretty big uh which is another channel that maybe at some point i'd like to talk you guys into but uh, uh what, I was gonna what say, language are you speaking <laughs> i was gonna say that for reaction videos i think he has a good setup um mm -hmm. they're edited much better and it seems more real um, especially a lot of like a lot of videos now you see on people sharing on social media are so staged and fake. People have right. over the top reactions on like, look at this egg crack. There's two yolks inside yeah. and they like they fall over and like crash into their table because they're like, wow, two yolks. What? And a lot of his reactions here are just like very undertoned. It's kind of like, yeah, you see that? It's pretty good. Like it's yeah, just like so little that, things like hmm. that. That's a lot of his personality just shining through. Right. Uh, what do you What do you think of John as like a, a comedian or like a, a presenter? I guess for this, like, do you like his sense of humor or? Are we going backwards? Usually, we save this for the end, Jim. Oh, well, I guess I just want to get your first impressions of him. Well, my first impression is that he looks like what I picture YouTubers to look like, <laughs> which is a chubby guy with a really bad hair. Oh my god, his hair is so bad. Really, yeah. A really bad neck beard. He was on Game Grumps. You need to have to have bad hair. Oh, that's right. They yeah. have terrible haircuts. 
the neck beard is out of control yeah. though and later on he shaves it into a goatee and it's like bro you do not have a chin stop growing <laughs> facial hair on it yeah yeah but no i think he's pretty funny i mean i want to get into this a little bit because i did write down some highlights right. um for me i think a lot of what he brought up was stuff that i was thinking so i could relate to his humor which was good mm-hmm. like uh Mr. T, like, you can't be tough and then nice at the same time. Like, smiling at the camera yeah. is going to be something that I have to talk about in therapy. That was, like, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. But for me, the best line of this whole first video was, who's more dead inside? That's the game I play. <laughs> and it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I like, that was, like, a really good line. Yeah. I like when he... um when he played the who's more dead video and the guy was in the morgue and he's like are you allowed to be in there <laughs> yeah i don't know things yeah. things like that really tickle me not so much when he was like trying yeah to be funny um i mean these he's a are good observationalist funny, but, i feel like yeah yeah or like i think like when he repeated michael jordan don't do drugs if you're doing it stop it yeah like yeah. that's just yeah that was just funny yeah i think some of his more stage stuff works better than others right um the ones that I liked were when he just expanded on observations. So, like, clearly, like, that video where it was like, here's your meth boyfriend. Here's your meth baby. <laughs> yeah. When he's like, here's your meth mom. Here's your meth dad. Here's your meth C- CPA. Yeah. Meth, like, meth, it was meth, so meth, good. meth, 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 baby. I also like yeah. when that that uh, that straight up video starts playing and then, like, his entire reaction is him just dancing to it. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny, too. And uh, the famous Michael Jordan one, I, I don't know if it's as famous for you guys, but as an NBA fan, I've seen this like little clip on like ESPN well, it's, and it's crap. It's a but... meme too at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Where Michael Jordan is just talking directly to camera in this monotone, like very poorly read diatribe. And his reaction was spot on, which is that like, hey, at McDonald's, you can come get chicken nuggets for a dollar yeah. ninety nine. Come Eat to McDonald's. Mac. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was really good. And then when he brings that back up at the end yeah, yeah. and he's like, yeah, have a big man. That was Eat a good recap because he incorporated a lot of these videos into that skit. Yeah. But I think the but funniest the best skit, line. Oh, I'm sorry. You go. The best line. He's like, he's talking about McDonald's. Eat a Big Mac. He's like, and, and by the way, where you're at it, reopen that 9-11 investigation. You know what really happened there. It's so good. Yeah. I think oh, the best truthers. skit was the marijuana does not make you attractive skit with the alien stealing bitches. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that He dresses up one. like an alien. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just funny. There was some good stuff in here. And then I wrote, why did I take notes on all this? Because I skipped over a lot of stuff. There's like a huge paragraph. But yeah, yeah no, it was... Uh, it was a good reaction video with some pretty decent content, not too over the top, but right. also not like not uproariously funny. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so then we're going to go back a little bit to one of his earlier videos, which is um, Star Wars uh, Connect, which is a game that I think at least Dan, I think, was interested in at the time, uh, because I remember yes. us talking about the Connect when it first came out. And I remember one of my first reactions was like, why do you want to be the the controller? I don't want to stand up and actually like do things. I just want to sit down and play <laughs> video games. Um, but uh, so yeah, this game came out, and uh, so John made this video about it, and uh, I thought it was pretty spot on with like how shitty the Connect was. But uh, yeah, if you guys wanted to talk about it, what were your impressions of the video? I think the funniest part was the Jedi names. Um, right, I didn't yeah. write any down, but like his reaction to how terrible they were was very funny. Yeah. He's like, I want to um, play as Luke. And there's, Where's Luke? Yeah, there's so much truth when he's like, why why can't I just be Luke Skywalker? Yeah. And because that is such a Star Wars video game thing to do. Yeah. And as as far as like the game itself, like the game obviously is whack, but yeah. I don't think it's uh, it's not whack enough on its own to be inherently funny. Right. Yeah. So because the game is like bad, but not like hilariously bad, I think that he put himself in a position where he had to be extraordinarily entertaining while yeah, talking yeah. about this and i don't think he really hit it okay it was more it, it i know it was fun like he was he was throwing jokes in there and i know what he was trying to do but it seemed like more of a straight video game review than like something yeah. like the angry video game nerd would do right which is an yeah. old video channel right still um, doing stuff i did not know that yeah he's still doing angry <laughs> um, video game nerd stuff 
But yeah, like I think that that kind of like when you have a game that's bad, but not terribly bad, you have to you have to go crazy with it. Right. That's what he's trying to do. And I think that's what he is trying to do. He's not he wasn't trying to give it like an honest review of the game, which I felt like this video was more honest than funny. Yeah. And it was guest starring yeah. like some guy like I don't know him. Right. Yeah. I'm sure he's a the guy. But like it, They're part of the yeah, same like, MCN. Yeah. But it didn't do anything. to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I understand. He wasn't really that big of a part of that video. I do no, love the the, vi- uh, the Star Wars dance off at the end, though. And his reaction, I thought was pretty good and actually seemed pretty genuine was the oh, my yeah. God. And like his bird was freaking out on the shoulder, which is pretty good, too. <laughs> I. I would play the dance-off section of this, but I have to admit, this video was, like, the least interesting to me because I don't care about video game reviews, right. and that's sort of what it felt like. It, it was a funny video game review. Yeah. I, I do like his final conclusion because I've been in this position, especially when it comes to Star Wars properties, mm-hmm. which is, like, you know that it's bad, but it still makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of like that that's how he ended it. Yeah, I, I mainly wanted to put this in the video to show like where his channel kind of got its start. It was very much like similar to this. And I think a lot of his videos were like extraordinarily bad games, but this is one of the ones that like stood out to me. And I wanted to give it to you guys because I love that reaction at the end. The uh, I'm Han Solo, I'm Han Solo. I thought that was pretty <laughs> good at the end. Um, I think the funniest part was also the reoccurring gag of the connect, like staring into his soul. And yeah, like, yeah, that was good. Like it was funny. The flames behind him and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think the best video so far is waterproofing my life with flex. Right. So I like uh, that he's wearing a TARDIS shirt. Yes. Uh, I, I noticed that on the rewatch. I was like, oh, he's wearing a TARDIS shirt. A lot um, of, but uh, this Doctor is Who's his stuff behind me right now. Yeah. This is by far his oh most viral gosh. video. Uh, this has like, I think like 80 million video views. 52 something like that. million views. 52 and million. Before we even get into the content of it, it's like, it makes me angry that it has this many views <laughs> because I'm not saying that it's not deserved. Um, but it just makes me mad when people are more successful than me for doing <laughs> what I do on lunch breaks with friends. Like, right. I don't think that his content was any funnier than just like us three hanging out and joking around. And yeah. it just, there's like a part of me that's irrational that just gets upset <laughs> at his success. I think a lot of the reason why he's so successful is that a lot of people could relate to it. And it is kind of like down to earth. It's like just like conversationalist. Um, yeah, I'm not know. saying it's not deserved. And I did right. say it's irrational, but it's how I feel, Jim. And that's being honest. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I I don't agree with Jeff. Like, I think that he probably like did put a lot of work into oh, it. I'm and, sure. But but one thing I will agree with is I think it's crazy that there's like major like primetime network television shows that cost hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> to make that don't get that many viewers. Right. And yeah, it's like, almost like like Doctor Who the most recent group, season got 4.5 million viewers. That's a tenth of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like um, as a group, as a nation or as like a people, we have decided that like YouTube is its own thing, its own form of entertainment. And it doesn't have it could just be a guy sitting on the couch talking. Yes. Right. And we're OK yeah. with that. We are. So that is kind of like frustrating. But no, I, I thought this was really funny. I think. um just like everything, like little throwaway lines, like about photoshopping Phil's wiener onto pictures of him. <laughs> so, like that was good. And uh, the observational stuff was right on point. Like you turned a colander into a bowl. Why didn't you just go in your kitchen and get a bowl? Was, right. He comes over with a pot. He's like, look, I have yeah. this. It works. This uh, this came so out good. like basically as soon as I started working at my job and I had to watch those infomercials. So I was like, this is meant for me like this is perfect for me when it came out and uh yeah, yeah it was so good um i i love some of the stuff that he does uh <laughs> i don't know so i have a funny aside for you guys okay i don't ever see commercials like this anymore because i'm like streaming right or even when i had cable i would just watch dvr just fast forward everything but like every once in a while like if i go to my parents they're big fans of just like leaving live tv on which is like a crazy thing that old people do (laughs) and uh right now my mom is on a huge game show network kick (laughs) and like obviously the game shows are whatever some of them are good some of them are terrible but the best thing is they know who they're marketing to which is people like my mom so i have seen some of the greatest infomercials and they show long infomercials in between like during the day not late at oh, night they do. so 
Just want to show, go over two quick ones that I saw just yesterday alone. <laughs> the first one was for something that they're calling HD glasses. I've seen yes, that. Yes, I've seen because that. Because at my last job, we would watch uh, Wheel of Fortune on lunch <laughs> break, and it was on the Game Show channel, Game Show Network. So, so I've seen the so same the- infomercials you have. So these are glasses that do not have any prescription or any ability to improve your sight. They are sort of like made to look like the Terminator sunglasses, but they're clear. They claim to magnify and they also have little tiny lights on the side, which are totally dope. And uh, the second one, which I liked even more, that's why I held it for second for comedic effect, was the 2020 presidential battle chess yep, i get wow, that one at work. i haven't seen that yeah it's so it good. is amazing it goes through every piece and tells you who it's designed after it's a pewter chess set <laughs> that they're selling you for the low low price and i love how it says like you could pay upwards of five hundred dollars <laughs> for a chess set and it's like of course you could pay over five hundred dollars for anything <laughs> but he's like for 79.99 you can get this and it, oh it's so it's good. amazing all the Republicans are riding elephants and all the Democrats yeah. are riding donkeys. Have you guys seen Trumpy Bear? Have you seen that one? <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. We, we get that one that at work good. every time and I, I always want to fail it just so it doesn't have to air. But uh, <laughs> I have to. So anyways, I, I love, I'm partial to these flex tape commercials. I've seen them late at night when I have insomnia. Right. Jeff, are there any parts of this that stand out to you? Uh, not that we haven't already mentioned. I mean, it's the crazy thing is, is like and I talk about Jimmy put a flex tape two video on here and I talk about it more down there, but like these flex tape ads aren't terrible compared to like the garbage you just explained. Right. Like they're actually pretty well-made commercials with a product that seems a lot more useful and legitimate than like a pan that eggs don't stick to. Okay, (laughs) cool. Yeah. So guys, I have bought flex seal and used it (laughs) and it did not work. Really? Really? You bought it? Why? Why? I bought the spray can one. I bought the spray can one because I had a a slow leak in my basement um, wall, like a crack underneath the windowsill, and it's concrete. So I was like, let me just spray some Flex Seal in there. I I was like, I don't think it'll work, but maybe it will. So I sprayed it in there, let it dry. I did like four coats. The next time it rained, it leaked exactly the same. So now I just have a big gooey black spot yeah. on that part of the wall. You need to keep spraying even coats, man, as, as Phil was saying. <laughs> I love when he's... So I don't know if it's in this one or the sequel, but when he holds up the bucket that is almost completely full That's this of one. flexi. Yeah. It's so good. And he's like, <laughs> it's just as good. Yeah. It just starts splashing out like the you know, like one inch of water. That's yeah, I was going to say there's there. one inch deep of water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, but I think really my cool. favorite line in this you know how like when you talk about high level comedy you'll hear comedians say things about how every word matters and the placement yeah. and, and like certain things just have to be perfect there's a line in this that feels like that to me and it's at the very end of the video when he is completely covered himself in flex tape and he's like a monster <laughs> yes there's a lot of ways you can go with that like if i was writing that i would say something like i'm a monster or something like that he comes out with, I'm too perfect. I'm too perfect. Just let me die. I was so hoping that you guys saw that because it was after oh. the credits. And uh, it is, is that yeah. when he walked into the shower? Yes. Yes. Oh, that was really good. I don't know why that tickles me so much, but I'm too perfect. Just let me die. It's like the greatest line in, in this video. Oh, it's so good. All right. So weird workout videos. Now, there's something that we do on the show that I always say don't take that into account, like when we're watching something on Hulu or YouTube, and that's commercials because right. we're not reviewing yep. commercials. Um, and Jim, I know that you have the premium YouTube, but get it out, Dan. Get it out. Sorry. <laughs> keep keep blowing them bugs, baby. <laughs> so, like, there was a really weird ad before this Ew. video started, and then I started watching it, and one minute in, there was a a commercial break oh really and i was like what the hell is going on and that's just a little aside i'm not judging uh trying on that but i just wanted to to say it was really weird yeah the youtube algorithm is weird with his videos i ran into some stuff like that yeah so i mean this is kind of like the drug psa thing he's just reviewing weird workout videos which were hilarious like these things were the videos were very funny and i don't think that his commentary added too much to it 
mm-hmm. for me. Like, I agree. If I just watched a compilation of someone who's like compilation of the 10 weirdest workout videos, I would have got the same thing from it. Like, yeah, the prancer size thing is hilarious on its own. His commentary didn't make it funny or didn't punch it up at all. The only um, one of the big reasons that I gave you this video, I think, is because of the beginning of this when he's in Central Park and he's talking to the hot dog vendor. OK, that was the good. Ho- the hot and dog I'm glad, vendor is so genuine. In this. And I'm glad it's, at the end so they good. showed like the outtakes because I was like, yeah. is that a real hot dog vendor? Yeah, and no, it's like, a real dude. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's a, I heard him it's talk good, about yeah. it on a podcast. But uh, yeah, it was it was so good. Um, so, guys. Yeah. There is a moment in this video where he actually doesn't go far enough for me. Is it and the diarrhea song? Yes. Do you know that? Do I know no. what? That video. Are you familiar with that video? That's the first time I've ever seen it. It was very funny. So I have seen this video and it goes on further with more of these repetitive <laughs> songs that are very weird. Jimmy, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay. So after this section, uh, I mean, the concept of the video is teaching these women weird self-defense and like saying that you should say you have diarrhea to protect yourself. Yeah. So the next step to protect yourself is to convince the men that you're damaged goods. So they start <laughs> chanting, we just, just wait for it. And I wish he had shown this because the next section, the women start chanting, I was raped by two men. I was raped wow. by two oh, men. He might not it have is just so not incredibly. That yeah, I could, I could yeah. understand why. Because then he would have to comment on it, and then he'd yeah. be joking about that topic. It's so, so it. messed up. But how could you leave that out? Because that is the the apex of that video. Yeah, that's good. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of get your complaints, Jeff, and uh, I agree. Like, he did. I mean, even even the Marky Mark one, like that video on its own is hilarious because we know yeah, who Mark yeah. Wahlberg is, yeah. and like you don't need. You could have commentary, but I don't think his commentary was funny enough or added anything to it. I almost, like it didn't I almost it thought better. some of his uh, subtitles that he added in post-production were pretty funny. It's yeah, like, so I want like, some f***ing eggs or whatever. Like, sorry. Jim. Yeah. Um, Pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like. So, I have, I have two notes on this Mark Wahlberg video. One of them is something I'm going to disagree with you, Jeff. I think his commentary at the very beginning where he points out something that a lot of people don't know, which is that Mark Wahlberg blinded an Asian man by beating him. <laughs> yeah. That's that a was real funny. thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a drug dealer and. There was like a Vietnamese store owner that he was dealing drugs in front of the guy's store and the guy came to yell at him and tell him to like move away from his store and he took the guy's cane from him and beat the man with it and the man is like blind now. (laughs) That's pretty awful. Yeah, that's fan favorite Mark Wahlberg for you. (laughs) And my other comment is by the way, it's garbage food. I've never had it, but my other this is a deep dive here. If anyone listening has watched Entourage, which is very not popular right now because of the way it tackled a lot of sensitive subjects, but uh, Entourage is based on Mark Wahlberg's life and the guy who screams at him, f***ing pancakes, (laughs) is the real life inspiration for Johnny Drama, which is Matt Dillon's character or Kevin Dillon's character in Entourage. And um, I don't want to get too deep, but basically he's Mark Wahlberg's like cousin slash half brother. No one really knows their relationship, but he's a wannabe actor that Mark Wahlberg would include him in on stupid projects. So he's like an extra in a lot of his movies and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's real life Johnny drama screaming (laughs) pancakes. Pretty good. Mm. All right. Did I just derail the entire podcast? You did not talk me into Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Uh, so next we get to a video that, uh, well, I guess a film that I have seen the entirety of because wow. when you are in film school, you have to, you're obligated to watch bad movies. And uh, this is a talking cat, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation <laughs> mark. And uh, I do want to talk a little bit about these movies because they are made by this uh, this this person called uh, David DeCateau. And um, he also goes by a pseudonym of uh, Mary Crawford. Um, basically he makes one of two movies. One of them are like super like kitty movies. And the other is like straight up like softcore pornography. And he <laughs> always films them in these, uh, this one specific house. So like oh, this that's house funny. that's in this movie is in every single one of his movies. Weird. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Highly recommend yeah, so watching these for fun. When this started, uh, I was not pumped on whatever it was going to be. 
Yeah. Because I was like, oh, a talking cat? I don't know what this is. Oh, it's going to be a bad movie? And, like, the movie is bad, obviously. It's, like, yeah. real amateur level bad. Um, And the same thing with the last video. His commentary doesn't really add anything. Okay. And it's it's kind of, like... It's weird because he's not just like taking out funny scenes and being like, oh, look at his cat. He's talking. Uh, He's kind of like actually reviewing the movie as well. Yeah. And I think he's trying to do too many things at once. And I'm not sure if it's landing, but I will say the editing and the way that he presents the review is well done. And it's much better than most videos that do that. Like a lot of videos might just have a guy talking over footage that repeats on a loop. But right. They are super well-made videos. And like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, think I don't 20 minutes for this is way too long. Like he could have made a super tight, funny video right. five minutes or under that. I would have been like, huh, that was good. But I, I think I he's a bit. Of I a didn't com- finish his video. It was it was too oh, hard really? on two time speed and I couldn't even finish it then. Oh, it was OK, I kind much. of agree. Like, I think it was a success in that it showed us this crazy, weird movie that I never knew anything right, about. Right. But I don't think he contributed a lot of comedy to it. Um, the only real note that I wrote down is that it's kind of like one thing that he didn't really get into that I wish he would have is like if you guys know anything about the ra- actor Eric Roberts. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he played the master in the 1996 Doctor Who TV. Movie. Yes, he does. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's Julia Roberts uncle and he he has been in good movies and bad movies. And he's very known for having a really bad drug habit. I thought it was your brother. No, I'm pretty sure it's her uncle. Oh, so her cousin is Emma Roberts? That was her niece. Uh, Her niece. So that would make Eric Roberts her brother, because isn't that Eric Roberts' Uh daughter? You don't have to look it up, up. Dan. You don't have to. I'm looking it up. You don't have to look it up. But anyways, uh, Julie Roberts is his sister. You're right, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah, I usually am. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he sounded way whacked out in this movie. Yeah. And uh, it's it. All I kept thinking of was like um, how cringeworthy and still you want to see it. It is when like famous people derail, like the the video of um, what's his name, David Hasselhoff eating the a cheeseburger on yeah. the floor. Yeah, it, it, this whole movie was like that, and you don't even see him. It's just from his voice. Yeah, he's like I'm a cat. If anything, so, I'm yeah. trying to talk you into watching these these video these movies because they're <laughs> they're so they're so bad. Like a lot of his like uh, John even uh, talks about it too. Like in the beginning, where like there's just these really long uh, like uh, what are they called uh, uh, establishing shots where it's just like yeah. it, they're literally like three minutes long of like just like forest. <laughs> and they're clearly stock footage. Yeah, and they're just trying to fill out the time to make it actually a feature length film. But uh, That's funny. yeah, it's pretty good. Um, well, I, I'm disappointed that you guys didn't like the video, but uh, hopefully I can reel you guys back in with Flex Tape 2, the flexing. 20 million effing views, Jim. Do yep. you realize how angry that makes me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I th- that was like the conceit of the first seven minutes of this, how successful their first video was, which I yeah. think is kind of funny. Um, and I like the behind the scenes stuff, especially with YouTube. I'm always interested in right. how YouTubers with like these crazy views and numbers produce their show. Like, is it just one person? Is it a few people? Do they have an yeah. entire crew? But this is like, this is an entire production. Like John. Oh, John yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, guy, that might also not be real. Yeah. Either. That's I know. kind of part of the joke that it's, that he's gone so Hollywood. Yeah. But I do think that he does probably have more than just one person. No, um, it, and it, if, he does have a big crew. And if that's true, the things I like about this channel are like the production, the editing, the quality, and all that stuff is done by other people. And his character, like the John Tron character, is the thing I least li- I like least about this channel. And uh, after ooh. seeing how many people are involved in the production, like, do I actually like him? I don't know, because like what I know that he obviously contributes a lot and he started it. But if like other people are doing the funny edits and like the really I think he's the editor. The but, uh, yeah. OK, well, I mean, I don't know, but I don't know. It just got, it got me thinking. OK, got me well, thinking, Jeff, Jim, why don't you shut up and let's talk about <laughs> this video? I didn't like the behind the scenes stuff as much. I liked the video much more when it got actually into being like a flexi. Yes, I'm the same. It was way. seven and a half minutes. A third of the video was uh, the 
that like weird I mean there setup. was one good gag in it which is that they put all that working into it and the video was just like one scene of him like I don't even remember what it was he was like chopping a bucket and it said Finn or something yeah, yeah. that was pretty funny um, so I, I that think that funny. entire thing was literally just so he could have that joke where it's like we fixed it in post <laughs> like I yeah. thought that was pretty funny um, once it got going I liked that the way it started was just like the other one like him just like sort of right. cracking on the way they were cutting boats in half and stuff like that and um, through the whole thing I was like they're gonna get this guy on here I know Dude, I was I wondering like I was like I wonder if they're working conjunction with Flex Seal because like there's 50 million views like that obviously brought business to Flex Seal um, yep. I, they, they must have gone to him to either like work out some kind of advertising deal or worked with him or something and well, then, also he's he's very careful not to talk negatively about right. the quality yes. of the product I yeah. noticed that too with this episode he pokes fun of the way it's advertised but he never once says like that the product doesn't work right, right. I, yeah and um and then you see the video about like the celebrities endorsing it and he starts to like get upset that he wasn't in it and then i was like oh i was right they're bringing in phil <laughs> yeah so they and i thought that. the way they did it was really funny with the whole green screen adventure into flex seal world and stuff yeah i thought that was pretty good it kind of felt like he didn't know how to end it. Like the gag at the end where he sees the mystical flex seal product and then he just gets sent home or whatever. Right. And he's like knocked out. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was funny. Not as good. I think I like the straight up first one better, but me too. Uh, I, I just figured that I had to add that because it's, it was such a big deal when it, when that came out. Um, because yeah. obviously the flex seal video was a huge break for, well, it wasn't really a break, but it really did bring them into like the upper echelon of, uh, YouTubers. Um, but, uh, I figured that video was a good way to end off the playlist. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Any over yeah. overall thoughts or, uh, be going right into it. Uh, I want to save my thoughts for the end. I do okay. have thoughts, but they're spoilery. Yeah, okay. then just ask the question. We can get into it, Jim. All right. Yeah, just ask it, Jim. I'm nervous Jim, about Jim, this one. Jim, can you please ask the question? Very nervous. Dan and Jeff, did I talk you into John Tron? Yes. No. Soft yeah. no. Oh, uh, I was soft. No, going wow. into this, I was. I thought I would be a yes because I'm a silly boy, and Dan would be a no because it's YouTube. Um, all right, uh, Dan. I guess you can you can start. Why you were a yes? So I'm a yes because I actually did enjoy his sense of humor more than I thought I would. A lot of times, I think YouTubers are trying to be funny and don't get there. Right. But I thought a lot of his one-liners were actually really good. Um, the overall thoughts that I didn't want to share earlier is that. I don't think I'm going to like f subscribe or watch every video. Right. But as has been the case with other YouTube channels that you've recommended, if I have like a few minutes to kill, not a lot of time to like sit down and watch a whole TV show or something, I'll throw on like one of these. If that's, you know, if I, if yeah. I pull up his channel and I see a topic that seems humorous, I'll throw it on and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Okay. I don't think I'm going to be super invested in it, but I got some laughs. I, I lulled. There was some, some good parts. So, <laughs> I, I would do it again. Yeah, that, that's about, like, my enjoyment out of JonTron either. Like, I'm not, like, in love with his channel, but I the videos that I sent you are, like, some of my favorites, but, like, not, like, some of, like, the really, like, ones that, like, are, like, fan favorites. So, I don't know, maybe some of the fan favorites you might like even more. Uh, Jeff, why were you a soft no? Uh, I'm a soft no because it wasn't bad. There's right. nothing about it that I was like, I hate this. I was a little bored during some of it. Like I skipped mm -hmm. the end of the talking cat video because I get it. It's a talking cat and it's a bad yeah. movie. I don't need to watch this for another second of my life. Um, but I just, I don't think that it's for me. Um, okay. I don't, I was trying to think of like, it seems like a lot of the things he was reviewing, even like the weird workout videos, it seems like a, a post that like some basic B would post on Facebook, like, hey, watch, watch these weird workout videos. I'd watch 30 seconds and be like, it's not that funny, but all the comments are like, this is uproariously hilarious. Yeah. And I don't really think it is. I don't know. It's just it didn't seem like something that could keep my attention for more than the length of the video. But okay. well, I, I did like the production. Uh, I, you know, I, I kept saying that throughout, like he yeah. is better than many channels that are similar to his it's just not something that i would seek out 
if a recommended video started playing after something I watched, I'd be like, all right, whatever. He's fine. Yeah, he, he was sort of like a pioneer in the early days of, uh, at least sort of early days of YouTube where he was doing these big, bud- well, not big budget, but high production value kind of things like this where like right. it was like just him, but like he put a lot of effort into editing and like making a script and doing a storyline through it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think at least I, I appreciate that you like that from it. Yeah. And as far as like the comedy skits, I don't think they're great. I think other YouTubers do it better. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just just not my bag, Jim. I'm sorry. It's fine. I, that's actually better, better response than I thought I was going to get. Going <laughs> I thought this, Dan so, uh... was going to loathe this because I think Game Grumps is better than this. And oh, that was that was that was like a hard no from Dan. No, I, I think his sense of humor fits me a little bit more. I mean, I will say that I'd probably be inclined to watch more of it if he shaved that neck beard. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I noticed like his latest video is a week old. But before that, he didn't post something for like four months. Yeah, he's, like, pre- he's pretty known for taking long hiatuses. But like, yeah, his 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 hair keeps getting like the most recent video. His hair looks like it's from 2006. It's really bad. Yeah, so he just has a mushroom cut and a freaking <laughs> neck beard. It's very frightening. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I'll take this as a half success. I mean, that's what it is. But uh, I also accept Jeff's no. I think uh, he brought some pretty good points as to why he wasn't talked into it. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll find something that might talk you into it eventually. So uh, I appreciate it. Um, So, Jimmy. Yes. I hear that next week Jeff is going to try to talk us both into something. Oh, is he? That's very interesting. I'm going to talk you into a topic we've only done a couple times. So it might be annoying, but I'm still going to do it. I'm going to talk <laughs> you into a book right here. I'm holding in front of the camera. Ooh. Crooked Little like Vein by Warren Ellis. It I like is, Warren Ellis. Yeah, he's a, he's a famous comic book author, and this is his first novel. Um, nice. He's written two novels uh, to date. This one came out, I don't know, give you more details later, maybe like 10 years ago. But it's a book that I read. And I quite enjoyed and I really I've been wanting to reread it for a very long time. So now I'm going to make you guys do it. So I have to Um, (laughs) as far as accessibility, you could probably find it on Amazon or something. But um, my library has it digitally, the audiobook as well. So you can get it there pretty easily or find out how to do it. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for choosing a book the one time in our entire lives when a library is closed. <laughs> well, I, digitally, you can. It, it's easy. Everything Hopefully is. I can get it. Otherwise, I'll be borrowing it. I asked you several weeks ago if you had access to this book before we chose this and you both said yes. And I never looked. Well, that's on you. You can borrow my book. I'll throw it through your window from eight feet away. I'll probably so just Jeff, get How are we going to do this? Are, are, we, are we reading the entire book? You want us to read a section? Uh... Well, it's two hundred and how long pages. is it? Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty. It's pretty small too. Like I don't know if you can see the text here, but it's spaced out. I think it'll be doable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's. So it's, we're reading the whole book. We're reading the whole thing, baby. Two. And we're recording the second half in six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, Dan's just, a notoriously slow reader. I forgot. I like, am very, hopefully I can find the audiobook. Look at chapter six. That's it. It's it's one sentence. There's things like this. Okay. It's just spoilers. All I'm going to say is I don't want to hear any complaints when we do Dune. D- oh, Dune is about Dune. so different, dude. That's why I'm not doing Wheel of Time because each audiobook is 60 hours. That's insane. The audiobook for Sweet. this, I don't know how long it is, but it, it'll be doable if you listen to it on like 1.5. <clears throat> All right. I, I'm excited. I like reading books. Yeah, it'll books. be fun. I've been it'll in the mood for a book, so I'm excited for this. It's a really weird take on crime noir. Okay. That I well, after this, I'm enjoy. talking you guys into the Bible, so get rid of your reading glasses. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get to dirty Deuteronomy. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, where can people find Talk Me Into on the internet? You can find us at our website, www.talkmeinto.com. We are on Twitter under the name talk, at Talk Me Into. Uh, if you feel so inclined, you can always email us at talkmeinto at gmail.com. Uh, leave us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read them on here. Uh, you can also find me personally on Twitter under the name Danny underscore Breakdown. How about you, Jimmy? 
You can find me subscribed to JonTron on YouTube uh, at Son of a Fitch, S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H. Oh, we have a YouTube too, Jimmy. You should yeah. get that out. Yeah, the, our YouTube is uh, Talk Me Into. You can find it if you search Talk Me Into. Uh, maybe if you fi- if you search Talk Me Into Jimmy Fitch, you might find it a little bit easier. Uh, SEO is not that great on there. But uh, yeah, at Son of a Fitch. Jeff, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Large Hard on Collider, on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27, Jeff5F's the number 27. Oh, and Jeff. Yes. We should let everyone know that very soon we have a very special guest coming up. We do. Let's let's keep that hidden for a little bit. You want to keep, yeah, keep it a secret? keep it in mind. Yeah, going to tickle your little it's, tainties. With it's this. coming up. <laughs> teasing you guys thank you for listening to talk me into what will we talk you into next special guests hmm check it out Jimmy the fake Pringles can is my that's fucking funny Jimmy (laughs) okay I just got a little snacky. Oh my god, I'm still recording. I'm Dan. All right. I'm Dan. I'm eating a. I'm eating food. <laughs> what are you eating? A pop tart. It's all I can get. Quick. I was gonna oh. say pop tart just by the sound of the crinkle. Oh, uh, I thought that was Dan. So actually, I forgive you. That's fine. Oh, you just inspired a random fact. I'm gonna write down. By the way, the end of this book, there's 10 pages called In the Kitchen with Warren where he just gives you recipes that he likes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.